Welcome to an entertainment edition of Radio Rehab. I'm Dana, and today I will be talking to Ben Zeitlin, the director and writer of the new film, Wendy, as well as Devin France, who stars in the movie. Wendy is a new and whimsical take on the old Peter Pan story. It's told from Wendy's perspective, and it's great. It's just visually entertaining. It's beautiful. And it does that thing that I love when movies do. It lets you leave your body and just go live in a different world for a couple hours. I had the greatest time watching this movie. And I had an amazing time interviewing Ben and Devin. Let's join the conversation. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Uh, thank you, Devin and Ben from the new movie, Wendy, for being on Radio Rehab. I just saw this movie yesterday and I really loved it. Still trying to figure out why it made me cry. I, like, I'm like, what are the tears? I don't understand. Um, so I understand it took this movie, it took you eight years to make this movie. But what I don't understand, is that from concept to finish or did you start filming eight years ago? No, no, that's from concept to finish. And so there was a long process of scouting, casting, and the way that I make films, um, scouting and casting radically affects the script. So that whole time I'm sort of writing the script, revising it based on people and places that I meet and doing sort of extended collaborations with all the cast to try to figure out rehearsing scenes on location, adapting them, trying to figure out how to shoot in impossible locations. Um, so it's a whole sort of adventure that took around four years and we shot the film in 2017. Um, and then... There was kind of a long process also in post-production sort of with all of the sort of practical effects that we were doing and all the sort of plate photography we were doing. And so just like a many layered uh, adventure that, that spanned oh. this whole time. So, so you found like the set and everything and where you were going to film before you cast the movie and found the cast. It's so funny because it looks kind of so organic. Time, it looks yeah. like they all came from the same place. Like it all just kind of came out. No, what well, I mean, but it all happens at the same time. And that's kind of why I like working that way is because you allow every part of the process to affect another you know, the sort of traditional make, way of making a film is you would just finish the script and the script is kind of holy and then you go find people that fit exactly into that and places that fit, fit exactly or you build it if you can't find it. You just execute that. But the way that we're doing it, everything is affecting everything else all the time. And so by the end, it's like this, you know, sort of tangled web that feels hopefully um, like it, you know, just springs forth organically. It did. You know? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It absolutely did. Um, I know a lot of the actors you use were first-time actors and untrained, and I'm just wondering, what are the, what are the pros of that? Um, well, you know, because you can kind of cast, you know, there's, there's sort of different priorities you have when you're casting. And for, and for me, you're trying to cast like someone's spirit you know, like real spirit in their life, you know, and there's something that is very, very hard to perform about that. I think especially for a kid, you know, like, and especially for the type of kids that this film was about who are supposed to be wild and mischievous and ill-behaved and spontaneous and just like kids that would just run away with Peter Pan, you know, if he came to their window. And, you know, if you've, if you're seven years old and you're already on a track to becoming an actor, like that isn't your... Right. Life. You know, that's not who you yeah, are. Yeah, you don't want cuts or anything. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, everything you just, intact. Yeah, there's some like level of like control. Like these kids were wild and they wanted to have fun more than anything and oh, more than they wanted to be actors, more than they were interested in being in the film. And we wanted that energy, you know, to be feel really real. And so um, by casting in sort of, you know, doing, you know, we cast in this sort of grassroots way, way where we're going to small towns in Louisiana and just trying to get kids who have never considered acting before to try out for the film. And it allows you to kind of look for people that really connect to the characters and 
I also do it really because I learn so much from these kids who these characters should be. Um, and so the parts really become collaborations between me and the kids where they're teaching me as much about how their character would behave as, as much as I'm telling them oh, wow. what to do. Devin, had you ever thought about acting before this? Yes, I have. And did you, you wanted to act? So it wasn't like, it wasn't like this was all out of, out of the blue. Like you had actually thought about it before. Yeah, I've always really wanted to be famous. Really? Like, <laughs> it's so goofy, but um, I can always remember like if we had a family gathering like for Christmas or Easter, I'd be like, okay, my favorite song is from Descendants. I'm going to sing that song for my family today. <laughs> and I've always been like, okay, I want to learn that. I want to be in a um, Disney movie one day, you know, I've, always wanted to be in a Disney movie and so I think I've always really wanted to be an actor or an actress because I was always like I want to go to Hollywood one day <laughs> so you were like the family like ham like whenever you got together oh. you were like the entertainment for the family it's like spotlight on Devin because she's gonna make us laugh are you a psychic? Because that's 100% true. <laughs> I was the same way. I just feel kindred spirits. There was, yeah, yeah, I was always like, can you take a picture of me? Yeah, me too. And half of them, I'd like be crossing my eyes or doing something to like make the people behind me laugh. But um, no, I love that. And you got to be in a real Disney movie because it's like, and that was the other thing I want to talk about is, know, is you crazy. based it on... Like Neverland is you didn't use movie magic. Like that was real stuff. Movie yeah. magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we call it. Oh, it That's is? Yeah, it. yeah, it's movie magic. Oh now I feel like I really might be psychic. I don't know. Yeah, whenever it was like, how are we gonna how are we gonna isn't this gonna look weird that you're gonna see this wire that's holding me over this, you know, torrenting right, whirlpool? It's like don't worry, movie magic will take it out. We'll take oh, it out, yeah. you know. Oh, okay. So some of movie magic There was some movie magic, yeah. but the places, yeah, the places in the film are are real. We wanted to use real nature. We didn't want it we wouldn't wanna build this film in, in a computer in any kind of way. We wanted it to to re for you to really feel like the interaction of, the, of nature and really see that these kids were on this adventure um, in an actual place and kind of take away a lot of the sort of fairy magic and fantasy magic that's existed in this myth for a long time and replace it with like volcanoes and geysers and tornadoes right. and ocean and, and have this sort of visceral feeling of like a real adventure um, that these kids were very much actually experiencing by shooting in these incredibly challenging remote locations. Right. How did nobody get hurt? Is it one of the things, because I was just watching everybody run and everybody's barefoot and like, do you, are you a swimmer or something naturally? Like, Oh yeah, I've been oh, in okay. swimming since I was like two oh, okay. and I quit when I was like seven or eight. So I've been swimming for a really long time. And um, we had a really amazing stunt team. We are, um, me and the twins were really, really, really close with the stunt team. Um, Francois, Georgie, Melan, Roman and the list goes on and on and on about all the stunt people we've worked with, but they were really amazing. And they were like super strong and they were always like, I'm not that strong, but their muscles were like out here. And it was like, have you seen the people in Louisiana? <laughs> if they have one little thing of muscle, they call themselves a bodybuilder. Right, you guys right. are strong. <laughs> but um, Joshua would run around his camp barefoot. And if he got like, they have these things called cassie seeds and they're like this big and like this thick and it's like this humongous splinter that goes <gasps> in your foot. And if he got one, he'd be like, oh, whatever, let's go do that again. <laughs> 
but he got a cactus. He stepped on a cactus once, and he was like, uh-oh, can you guys take it out? And he was like, honestly, I don't care that much. I'll just still take it in my foot. <laughs> he stepped on a cactus, but uh, he didn't cactus? even care. He was like... Yeah, he's a tough little dude. He was oh, like, his feet must be like leather pads. They like are, kids yeah. in Hawaii. He, oh my yeah. God. he was like, it kind of hurts, but I don't care. Can you just take it out? And he was like, okay, thanks. Bye, guys. Yeah. Right. And Yasha was, was from um, Antigua. He's from Antigua where we shot the film. And so... Oh, uh, that's where he found him. Exactly, yeah. So, so he sort of became our leader in kind of navigating, like... The way he plays every day is like barefoot in the trees and the streams and the forest. And so like, you know, the same way that Peter is sort of like taking these kids in the outside world and showing them how to sort of navigate his playground, which is just the rainforest or right. the ocean or whatever. Like the whole um, world is his. Exactly. And so he sort of both in the film and just in real life kind of was our leader of like, how do you play in the in this way and how do you navigate these um, these environments? Um, and, and yeah, he's... Uh, I don't know. He he has these like power. You know, he's he's like a his his ability to do that is is just um, surreal. Had he acted before? No, I mean, no one in this film had ever acted before. Oh, okay. Um, I thought yeah. some of the kids. I thought one of the kids had. Except uh, for the olds. Yeah, uh, some of them had been in some of my previous oh, right, films, right, but yeah. basically yeah. the whole film is 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 non professional actors, or you know, when they were before we we shot the film. So we all sort of went through the process of like learning how to act and some of the kids had to learn how to swim you know Devin knew how the twins knew how but a lot of them were starting off and so there was a whole you know we met the kids in 2014 15 and we took about two years to sort of learn all the skills that we needed to be able to to do the film and to get them to sort of wait for the moment when everybody was the right age not too young and not too old when it was kind of the perfect moment to shoot it right okay I think I realized why it made me cry a little bit at the <laughs> end is because as we're talking about it I'm thinking it was like I got the same feeling I got when I watched Goonies when I was uh -huh. eight but I got it as, a, as an adult uh -huh. and I just felt like it was real and it, it could all happen mm -hmm. because there was something about that specific pirate ship or I mean well let's say pirate ship but the ship they found that was real and made you feel like the whole thing could possibly be real Yeah, and yeah. like that's kind of like how I felt growing up is like I had all these crazy I was an only child so like I would go out with my cousins you know, like run out in the swamp and the bayous and like yeah. we had, there was one area, it was just a dirt mud swamp behind this woman's house. We had come out covered in mud and my cousin and I would call it diarrhea puke vomit land. <laughs> and now my cousin, cause we come back looking gross yeah. and now he has a kid and I'm like, you let her run around back there? And he's like, no. And I'm like, yeah. why? I know, yeah. No, <laughs> That's I mean, why we had a good childhood. Yeah. No, I mean, I, and it was really shocking casting the film. Like I never anticipated how hard it was going to be to find kids that just play outside period or who want to, or who's like imagination goes to things that are natural. You know, like there were so many kids that we looked at for this film, um, who's just, their mind is so, uh, plugged in, you know, they're just, their whole world is what they're taking in digitally. And they don't have this kind of connection with, um, with, with play as I remember it, which was, you know, exactly like you're describing. And we wanted to really make a film that looked back to that time, you know, and, and, and makes hopefully kids remember, uh, you know, or want to experience adventure in a, in a way that, uh, 
isn't just a through a digital portal, but is actually in their, in their lived experience. Right. That's one thing I really liked about this, that movie is that particular aspect. And I read somewhere, you know, unless it's like wrong, cause that can happen with the <laughs> internet, but I read somewhere that you said in order to make the movie really about children, they needed to talk less. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like that. Did you say that? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it had to do with, cause we did a lot of trips, you know, we would bring uh, Devin and we'd bring the, all the, kids from Louisiana out to Antigua and sort of let them run wild um, with, um, you know, with Yashua and just let them sort of go on these adventures, you know, um, in the, in the forest. And, and I would sort of chase behind, um, like taking notes, writing down what they were doing. And, and I realized very quickly that they were never stopping, you know, they weren't stopping to give speeches or have deep conversations. It was like one game turned into the next game, turned into the next game. And there was no like, let's stop and build a fort or they would stop and build a fort, but they would get distracted so quickly that that fort would then just fall over and they would move on to the next thing. And, and we wanted to get that sort of feeling of momentum and sort of frenetic chaotic energy that, uh, that, uh, wasn't in the script originally. Like originally we had a, Peter was constantly sort of like stating his philosophy and like having these, big, you know, and like making yeah. these declarations, and that was just not Joshua, you know. Yeah, I can't picture it like that. Yeah, and and it and it didn't, and it and once we actually sort of let the kids start playing, it just wasn't, it wasn't real, and so we radically rewrote the script and the whole sort of design of the film around kind of capturing what we felt like was an authentic energy of childhood. Yeah, I really got that from it. I mean, and like the scenery goes with the aesthetic I think like even their clothes and everything just looks like it went so perfectly together um did your shirt say prison rodeo in the movie did, yeah. where's I wanted that shirt for some reason I'm like what <laughs> is that I want the, where'd you get that if you go if you look up Devin France there's a there's a picture of me standing on the train like this and it's like <laughs> Devin France prison rodeo shirt for sale you're kidding no joke is it the exact one uh it's not the exact one but it's like an exact replica of my shirt That's oh okay. okay I want one and I because and I want it to look worn like that one I'm like that is their best shirt. It's a prison rodeo. You're gonna have to get Stacy. It's actually Jansen the mom's shirt that. as well. Okay. <laughs> Stacy would like hold me down and be like, "Okay, I'm gonna put this powder on you. It's gonna smell weird, but just sit there." And it's like, "Okay." She started patting. I was like, uh, "Oh, <laughs> like to make you look dirty." So bad. <laughs> It smelled like you left Taco Bell burritos out for like a month and then went to it and it was like, "I'm hungry." What was it? It was like this powder. It's and like fake dirt. It's fake oh, okay. dirt, basically. Yeah. And she took like a rag and she'd be like, okay, are you good? And I'd be like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and when you got in the water, it stunk even worse. Really? I don't know why, but it was so bad. It was so bad. Usually, yeah, usually things that stink, if you get them wet, I feel like they'll probably smell a little worse. And the, <laughs> makeup, and the makeup, it wasn't like, you know, like, oh, okay, you're going to a ball makeup. Our makeup artist, Lisa, had dirt palettes, and she had to put it under my nails, and, like, she'd have to give me a fake tan and, like, you know, like, put, like, dirt in, like, all over my face and, like, make my lips look, like, chapped and gross and put salt water in my hair, and I was like... And then she'd, like, frizz up my hair and tangle it, I'm like... It looked so good, though. It could be a look. <laughs> they, could sell, they could also sell Devin France, like, salt spray. So yeah. you could have Devin the, be you could have the beachy Neverland look. 
Yeah. The beachy tangled rat's nest yes. neverland. It, looks, it, it can really be really pretty. I mean, it could be a thing. Let's bring back the trend. Right. Let's bring it back. Let's Forget scrunchies. Let's get. Yeah. Let's bring back the hair. beachy waves. <laughs> um, not to get too heavy, but so I'm in recovery and like I grasp with like my concept of like a higher power and what it looks like. And when I saw the sea creature, I'm like that is what God looks like. <laughs> and I know that's kind of a weighty thing to walk out of a movie with is like, you know, Oh, I found God. <laughs> I know what God looks like now. But that's like what I thought. What? How did you make the creature? Um, it's funny you say that because, yeah, I mean, we thought of her as a goddess of sorts. She's like a sea goddess in the film, you know? Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, we wanted to really, um, you know, a lot of this film began with me and my sister when we were little kids in our basement watching films like The NeverEnding Story and Willow oh, best, and Princess yeah. Bride and E.T. and like... You know, we, I think, have a lot of nostalgia for this era when things that were larger than life in films were created by artists, you know, and not just CG like artists, but actually like Falcor, yeah. exactly, like Morla, the ancient one, you know, like, and so we really set out to, uh, to, to actually create this animal um, and uh, create this 35 foot underwater sea creature with like movement on every part of her body with a light up, you know, gullet and operated by underwater divers you know we wanted to actually sort of challenge ourselves to build an underwater version of these creatures and um you know it was an incredible challenge obviously and uh you know the end result is um both sort of um you know the full scale face and we had a miniature and so we sort of used a lot of techniques that are very quickly dying out you know in in cinema and 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 like we, jim henson technique techniques where yeah like puppetry exactly just sort right. of leaning on puppetry and artistry and you know you know, uh, movie magic and, and right. visual tricks to kind of create these creatures. And, and, you know, hopefully sort of it brings like a more organic feel to know that you're looking at something real and it allowed the kids to actually not just interact with the green screen, but actually be underwater interacting with this giant animal that was there. And, oh, you know, so it was of, there. Yeah. So like you could time. actually swim up to and see it. Well, the part give where it a I hug, give it a kiss. Oh, <laughs> the part where I go underwater and see the mother and I hug her and give her a kiss. <laughs> it, I was basically kissing plastic, okay? And so she, we didn't even tell you to kiss it though. You just did it on your own. Cause I knew it would look good. See, there you go. <laughs> and that's how you're gonna be successful. That's, that's the key right there. You told me to hug it. You were like, give her a hug, you know, just swim up to her, feel her, touch her, you know, yep. mess around with it. And I was like. I really don't want to do this, but if I give it a kiss, I know I'll get this done faster. And Bill will be like, oh, that's a really good one, Devin. <laughs> Next shot. Sure and I was like, I want my lunch break. I'm doing this. You're going to this plastic. <laughs> <laughs> but like they had these divers under there with like radio things like in their ear to hear and like an underwater megaphone and uh, they had like air tanks and they were like moving it like, you know, to make it look like it was breathing or something. And I was like. Y'all are really extra right now. Yeah, that is extra. <laughs> that is definitely extra. But it's so cool that you guys like got to actually interact with yes. it instead of like in a lot of movies you're talking to something that's not there. Or there's yeah. a guy with, you know, the green screen outfit with like the dots all over them. Like yeah. I can't it, imagine. It really wasn't as bad as you'd think, you know, touching all the plastic. She didn't feel gross at all. It just wasn't something I was used to. So at first I was kind of scared, but it's she's really cool after a right. while. Like at first you're like a little scared. But after like the second time, you're like, she feels kind of cool. Right. And then you're doing backflips off the top of her, and you know you're swimming under her, and you're like, hi guys, right. my mother. 
I want to go there. Go meet I the think mother. it should become like a theme park. Like it should be, it can't be called Neverland, obviously, um, especially oh. nowadays. But yeah, like the windy theme park and we could all go there. Where was the place where you took out the scene, but I was doing the front flip off the mother and there was the little shrimps that was biting everyone. That was in practice. That was in practice. Were they like, real oh. shrimps that were really biting? Yes. We, uh, uh, so I was the one that was taking turns because we were taking turns going to like front flips off the mother and like jumping on her. <laughs> and if you stayed like in the shallow water, you were getting bit every second by these <laughs> tiny little minuscule things it feels like those little baby pinches but really hard it was everywhere on your body they would swim up your pants they would bite your <gasps> belly button your butt they literally bit you everywhere and everyone was like i'm so ready to go home Ow! <laughs> oh god i think that was in louisiana actually. that was in louisiana it yeah, was like a port it wasn't where we, we were it was a test or something like that. it was oh, it was a oh, boat that explains place. it yeah. We did not shoot in that place. Right. Yeah. Like, like mud bugs biting you. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, I want to know what those little shrimps are because I'm scared of them now. But I love this movie. Like, I think this movie was great. And I think everyone should see it. And, I mean, I have a whole thing about staying immature like, and getting along with 10-year-olds. And, you know, like, we're the coolest. Yeah, the absolute coolest. The absolute coolest. You have to download the Mad Libs app. Trust me. <laughs> Is that the thing where you get to make your own story? Yeah. And I, make do, up I do those at Wendy's. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And I want everyone to go see this movie because it made me so happy being a fan of like Goonies and Never Ending Story. It's, you know, I mean, it's like I got to relive that again and feel it as an adult, like viscerally. And that was awesome. So thank you for this movie. Cool. Thank you. Thanks to Ben Zeitland and Devin France for being on the show. I hope this made you want to go see the movie, Wendy. Really a great escape. And who doesn't want to get out of their head right now? Wendy is in theaters everywhere, so treat yourself to a movie. If you would like to contact us, it's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. Check the Instagram to see pictures from the interview. Thanks for listening. Keep coming back. <laughs>